promise, Lord, never again. But I also know that you know what a weak willed person I am. Don't regret this, Lord. I'm a wonderful person. O God, our Father, who by the birth and infancy of thy Son didst sanctify and bless childhood, we commend to thy love all children and beseech thee to protect them from every hurt and harm and to lead them to the knowledge of thyself and the obedience of thy will. To the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. Well, church, this is the reading for... Um, a particular day in the church year. It's a weird day. It's December 28th, day after my wife's birthday. Um, but anyways, I have to remember that almost happy birthday to me. Or actually, happy birthday, because this is your birthday when this is coming out. Um, but anyways, uh, the holy innocents are, are martyrs. They're young children that Herod kills because he wants to um, make sure that he can kill Jesus. He wants to get rid of this king. He wants to kill off uh, any any opportunity for God to do any work to depose him. And I'm reading this one in part because the text, the gospel text we're going to be having for this coming Sunday, uh, the, the second Sunday after Christmas in the historic one-year lectionary that, that we're using from the Missouri Synod, uh, is the text for Holy Innocence, basically. Whereas, uh, traditionally, you'd have the same prayer that you had for the first Sunday of Christmas for the second Sunday of Christmas because you rarely have the second Sunday of Christmas. I chose this one in part for, for quite a number of reasons. I'm, I'm a youth and family pastor. That has been my focus for a long time. Even when I was a solo pastor, a senior pastor of my own parish, uh, a focus was on building up the faith of children and working in the, in the midst of families to try and pass on that faith. And here we have a prayer that goes directly to that. O God, our Father, who by the birth and infancy of thy Son didst sanctify and bless childhood. Have you thought about that? That Christ was a baby, and so therefore, it's part of the reason why he loves babies. He loves children. He calls for them to come to him. He doesn't despise them. He doesn't see them as a hindrance. And in some ways, I wonder how much do we need to hold on to that in today's world? Right now, I was just listening to a podcast the other day about um, some pastors were, were taking a look at the arguments being made at the Supreme Court over the Alabama uh, abortion law that was passed uh, to, to try and restrict um, abortion uh, to, uh, to, I think it's 15 weeks. Um, because they're wanting to try and protect life, wanting to try and protect the least among us. And I know that's controversial for some of you, right? I, I know it is. And you probably won't listen to my podcast anymore or, or watch these videos for those of you uh, who are maybe upset because I'm actually taking this stance. 
that I, that I think the child in the womb is a life, is a human being that needs to be protected, not seen as an inconvenience, nor seen as a punishment, nor seen as something that's going to keep us from uh, having some sort of life that we think we deserve. But there is a problem when we see children as a problem rather than a blessing, because in part in that we despise the Christ child then. And I think it's a, it's a holdover from our desire not to believe that God actually became a human being. For us, it's no problem for us to believe that there's some sort of higher power, some sort of deity. Some of you who are atheists or, or agnostics, if you're, if you're listening to this, the, the notion of there being some sort of deity is still a possibility for you. It is. That there is something greater than us out there. But what's harder for us to imagine is that deity would come to earth and take on the, fra the fragility of humanity. That would come and take on flesh for the purpose of dying. And yet think about it, Christ was born. He became a baby. He had to be protected by his parents. He had to be protected by Mary and Joseph. He had to be protected by any others that could help him uh, depart in safety, to get away from a king and to get away from a society that would prefer our God to be dead rather than alive, would prefer our Messiah to be dead rather than alive, because if we have a Messiah, it means we need to be saved, we need to be redeemed, we need to be set free. And so here we, we pray, beginning by thanking God that Christ was born, because childhood has been lifted up now. But then we make our petition, right? We commend to thy love all children. We should. We should do that. We should lift up the children in our churches. Lift up the children in our families. And beseech thee, beg thee, to protect them from every hurt and harm. I think that's the prayer of almost every parent, right? We, we pray that they don't get hurt, they don't get injured and to lead them to the knowledge of thyself and the obedience of thy will. Lead them to realize they have a God, and this God is one we are to listen to, that we are to hear his word. And that should be our prayer, but that also should be our focus in our life. It would deal with a lot of other issues that our children have in the society right now, our, our, our young people have, if they'd come to realize that they have a God and this God has made them a promise, but this God has also said to do not and or do certain things. And so when we can do that, when we can declare to them the promises of God, that they come to realize that this God speaks to them, but this God also makes demands of them, and they find out they can't hold up to them, and then we go right back to square one of realizing that we need a Messiah, that should be our prayer. And that should be our focus, because there's a lot more good that can happen in a life that has hope versus one that does not. And so uh, as we go into this week, I think we'll be focusing a little bit more on that than maybe what we should, <laughs> this notion of children and of families. But I think it's important for us to do that. 
it's important for us to hold them up as something good rather than some evil that needs to be destroyed because we're worried about this thing or that thing, but instead to see them as a gift of God, but then also to see them as a gift of God that needs to be told <laughs> that they have a God. Let's pray. O God, our Father, by the birth and infancy of the Son didst sanctify and bless childhood. We commend to thy love all children and beseech thee to protect them from every hurt and harm and to lead them to the knowledge of thyself and the obedience of thy will. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Well, church, go in peace, serve the Lord. We'll see you tomorrow.